All right, all right, all right. Here we go, baby. It's a breezy Monday morning. Got off early today on the morning walk. Here I am, just after 7 a.m. Some beautiful cloud formations. Just a, a smattering of clouds out. Blue skies up ahead. All right, so The Outlaws. Watched it on Netflix last night with my mom. And let's just give it a little review. It's an Adam Sandler production, Happy Masson company. So Adam Devine is the star. You know him. Uh, workaholics. He is the male nanny in Haley's love interest in Modern Family. He's in lots of stuff, lots of movies nowadays. Mostly known from workaholics. And one of his workaholics buddies, Blake, had a little side role in this as well. But Adam was the star. And he is a bank manager. He's getting married. His fiance's parents are very mysterious. They show up. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. And I think the woman is Ellen Barkin, maybe? Uh, so they are like... I'm not going to like spoil the whole thing. But basically, it's kind of like a bank robber comedy heist movie and yeah it's pretty funny and Adam was good Pierce Brosnan and Ellen Barkin were funny there's a lot of good like cameos and a good cast overall Uh, you had Lil Rel Howery uh, let me think. Cameos. Oh, Michael Rooker was like a side role as the detective trying to catch the bank robbers his whole career. Um, any other good ones? There was this evil lady. Uh, I'd never seen that actor before. She was good. Uh, she was like the mob boss. Um, yeah, lots of there's just lots of good people showing up, people you recognize. I think now that I think about it, one of the one of the bank guys named Gary, like the guy that they made fun of, uh, he may have been um, in Workaholics as like a character who barely barely says anything, just like one of those. Like Waylon, I think Waylon was his name from Workaholics. You had a good cast of just Workaholics was a great show. Definitely recommend that too. But so the Outlaws, what would I give it? Rotten Tomatoes. I would go sixty-nine percent, baby. <laughs> Seriously though, about sixty-nine percent. That might be a little. I don't know, it just depends on 
what scale you're grading on. Because I was thinking about, do I talk about all comedy movies? Because if you can't grade it against, like, Adam Sandler movies from the 90s, like uh, Happy Gilmore, Billy Mass, The Wedding Singer, uh, all those Adam Sandler movies, Mr. Deeds, he was on fire for a while. Will Ferrell movies. I was just thinking how comedies, like Jim Carrey comedies, Ben Stiller comedies, Zoolander. Comedies used to be much better in the 90s, in the aughts. And then about the time I graduated high school, 2011, they started to slow down a little bit. Judd Apatow got some good comedies in there. This is the end. Came out 2013. That's a hilarious movie. But yeah, I would say around like this is the end. This is the end kind of predicted like this is the end of funny comedy movies in Hollywood. Like for the most part, there was lots of swings and misses after this is the end. Like all the Will Ferrell movies that like didn't seem that funny. He just had a string of them. Uh, yeah, like, what's the last funny Will Ferrell movie? Like, Anchorman 2? Even, I'd have to watch Anchorman 2 again. Saw it in theaters with my old buddy Sean Roper. And that was back in the pretty early days of weed smoking. I think we had, like, some brownies, too. <laughs> we were, I just remember just, I think I fell asleep. But maybe that's also a review of Anchorman 2. That it puts you to sleep in the theaters. Depending on how many brownies you had. Containing how much, however much THC. But, um, or whatever. The weed, edible THC, edible THC. Edible THC. Sounds like a uh, like British new wave band from the eighties, right? Opening for Flock of Seagulls. Now, coming to the stage, opening for Flock of Seagulls, we have Edible THC. They are from Liverpool, and they uh, they met in prep school. They played rugby together, and uh, yeah, there's four of them. Two pairs of cousins, and uh, their name is Edible THC. Give it up for them. All right. So, I think that's what my main point was going to be. I think, and that's a good conclusion I reached that at this is the end. That's kind of my hot take today, I guess. Is this is the end? The movie 2013. That actually meant this is the end of good comedy movies in Hollywood. And then you had like the branching off of like the streaming services. This one came out on Netflix. So now technically there should be like lots more opportunities for movies. Because they don't have to come out in theaters. They can just come out on streaming. So, but this one was not bad. Well, like, as I'm saying, 69% based on today's standards, 
69, which is a good, that's fresh. Um, above 60% is fresh. So that's a good Rotten Tomato score. And yeah, I would say this is one of the funnier movies I've seen that's came out in the last five years. It's tough for me to think of off the bat. I can't think of funny movies that have came out in the last five years because there just really haven't been funny movies coming out. I guess you got like the Jumanji movies. Those are kind of funny. Those are, I, I would say Jumanji might be the best example of funny movies coming out nowadays. Like anything with Kevin Hart. I mean, Kevin Hart's just, he's the, he's like the today's Will Ferrell or Adam Sandler. It's all about Kevin Hart is in all the funny movies. So I guess that's what I'd have to just look at his IMDb page and see what he's been in. Because he's in at least a couple per year. So, um, and he's also in Jumanji. Just like The Rock. And The Rock is in everything, but not everything The Rock does is comedy. Because he had like that run of like San Andreas, Skyscraper, uh, just like a bunch of like serious action movies for The Rock back in the mid teens. So let's see what else. Jack Black's funny. Oh, Haunted Mansion is coming out. I thought Haunted Mansion looks pretty funny. Owen Wilson, he's funny. Dan DeVito, he's funny. There in that. Um, yeah, it looks good. I enjoyed the original one. 2003. Somebody, somebody definitely got it for my birthday as a gift for me. Because I remember at my birthday, 2003, it was my 10th birthday, we watched Haunted Mansion. So we'll have to check when that came out, though. So maybe it was my 2004 birth. It depends on when Haunted Mansion. If Haunted Mansion, I imagine it came out in like, I would think like December, like November or December. But this one's a summer release. So maybe, but my birthday's end of April. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like a little confused. Because, so maybe, because Haunted Mansion, I swear it came out in 03 though. So maybe I'm a little mixed up. (laughs) It's all good though. Haunted Mansion, the original one, Eddie Murphy. He used to be in lots of good comedies as well. Bowfinger. Is that the name of that one? I watched a lot of that on TV before. That's a really funny movie. Very meta. Uh, Steve Martin. It's like a movie about making a movie. And I love that kind of meta world peace kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, other comedies nowadays, it's just tough to think of. I mean, you'd have to go on Netflix, go in the comedy movie section. Amazon Prime, comedy movies. Burt Kreischer's new movie came out Memorial Day. 
I still gotta see that. That was in theaters. I wonder if it's still in theaters. But it's too expensive. I obviously I'm not gonna go to the movie. But I am gonna go to the new Mission Impossible. My dad's gonna take me to see Tom Cruise summer blockbuster. Just like we did last summer with Top Gun Maverick. When I saw Top Gun Maverick for the second time in theaters. Gotta watch that one again. Gosh dang. I love that. I like the Mission Impossible ones too. I remember, speaking of Sean Roper, I remember one day, summer 2015, just chilling at his house. And then I was like, I'm going to go see Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. And that's what I did. Then I worked at AMC the next year for six, six and a half months. All right. Yep, that's what, and that's what I'm going to be doing today. Doing some leg work. <laughs> so maybe I'll report back tomorrow. I'll have news on the job front. But I'm going to go do some leg work today, though. So we'll see what happens. Let's just say, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm just going to go talk to the Goodwill people. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> I mean, who knows? That should be 40 hours. Or Trader Joe's. That's the second option. If Goodwill doesn't work out, go check out Trader Joe's. Because also, I, th- I think my sister said that a new location is opening. So they definitely need people. They're opening a new South Hill Trader Joe's location. Trader Joe's is a pretty small grocery store. Isn't it, like, tiny? (laughs) Compared to a regular grocery store, Trader Joe's must be half the size. Or less, even. Like, it's like a gas station of a grocery store. Trader Joe's. But, like, a very, like, upscale gas station. You know, Trader Joe. So that might be an option. But I do like the Goodwill. Just the thing I like about that one is they were saying it's 40 hours. They were saying it's full time. And I like the idea of just knowing I got 40 hours compared to Trader Joe. Where you might only get like 30 tops. That's the difference right there. So anyway, that's just some behind the scenes. Just some BTS stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like I say all of a sudden I'm like talking on the phone to someone like man I forgot I was on the show for a second when you're on the solo and I'm just walking around man sometimes you forget you're on the show <laughs> you're like you're like uh, this mic is hot right this mic is so hot it's so hot right now. Oh my gosh. That's Zoolander right there. Oh my gosh. Hansel is so hot right now. Hansel is so hot right now. <laughs> Great movie. And 
one of the worst sequels ever, dude. Speaking of, like, Anchorman 2, you think that one's not as good? You go see Zoolander 2, which I saw in theaters. I believe it came out when I was working at AMC, as I just mentioned, 2016. And uh, Zoolander 2 is just the douche. Man, remember? Remember I used to do Owen Wilson, man? Man, you guys ever hear my Owen Wilson impression from like three years ago? Hey, hey, Stiller. Hey, BS. Hey, ma'am. Do you want to do the Zoolander the douche with me? Or, hey, 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 bud. Do, hey, hey, BS. Hey, 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 Farrell. Hey, hey, Will. Hey, Billy. Hey, Billy F. <laughs> hey, Billy Farrell. Hey, you want to do Zoolander Doche with me? Hey, ma'am. All right. Oh. What were some of the words I would say when I was doing own motion? Uh, dude. Dude, give me, a, give me a call about doing the sequel to Zoolander. I might be down, dude. Ma'am. All right. Ah, I used to do it Owen Wilson. <laughs> I used to do it. My own Wilson's a little rusty. Hey, dude. Are you? Uh, all right. Well, I'm happy I got going early this morning. I'm just going to get going on my walk now. Go do some Facebook reels. Try to be humble about the reels. Facebook keep holding me back. Just unleash me on the stars. People are going to start bombarding me with stars. It's going to be like a Milky Way over at Chris Arneson on Facebook. Check out the reels. Throw me some stars. Once I- <laughs> Facebook, they're like, you're eligible. You're, el- you're going to start making money. And then they're like, wait, you did something. You, you did something against our standards. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> just unleash me, baby. Unleash those stars. What if I just start making thousands of dollars on Facebook? What then? Then do I have to worry about... Then I, I still might look for a job. <laughs> that, would just, that would just be a crazy way just to earn money, though. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be fun? Who knows? I don't even really know how the stars work. You know? Dancing with the stars. Um, Celebrity stars. Um, Dallas stars. Um, I think I was thinking celebrity squares. Um, Starry night. Um... Okay. I was reading Nicholas Sparks. (laughs) Nicholas Sparks. I picked up a book for my sister, and then she's like, I don't want it. So then I started reading it, and uh, Nicholas Sparks. I can't even remember the name. It's just some generic name. It's like a Seinfeld episode. Like, The Breakup. The Promise. The Dance. The last dance. 
What is the Nicholas Sparks? <laughs> it's called The Last Dance. <sighs> he came up and then he released it after the Michael Jordan. He's just a big Michael Jordan fan. I mean, he's from North Carolina. Boom, there's your connection. Jordan's a Tar Heel. Nicholas Sparks from North Carolina. Look out for The Last Dance by Nicholas Sparks. I bet he does like MJ. He's from N- NC. I mean, and Nicholas Sparks, he's probably born about 1970, which means he's probably was like coming of age when Jordan was uh, crushing it as a UNC Tar Heel. So four years, right? Didn't Jordan, he was there all, think of how crazy that is. That MJ played all four seasons at UNC and then LeBron didn't play a single season in college. That's LeBron, LeBron got four extra seasons on Jordan up at the front of his career. Up at, at the top. That's, nobody ever mentions that. How, like, what, what would be the statistics if, I mean, but yeah, like, you'd have to look at Jordan's stats as like a, I don't know, who is better like out the gate? I think LeBron was probably better his first three seasons versus, you'd have to look at Jordan's numbers his first three seasons. I mean, I'm sure he was like crushing it by his third season. But, but remember, like Jordan, they lost to the Pistons a couple times in the playoffs. Like, didn't, Jordan didn't make much noise in the NBA for his first five years. At least not winning-wise. He's probably averaging like 30 points a game by his third season, I would estimate. Abouts. Thereabouts. But just think of the difference if Jordan had played two seasons at UNC and then two extra years in the NBA at the front of his career. And that's like my Stephen A. Smith take of the day. (laughs) Man, I'm saying Michael Jordan (laughs) should have transferred to Duke. He should have played for Duke. Stephen A. probably hates Duke. All right. There's always, like, a hateable white guard at Duke. Like, I saw them mention some random... Because I don't know any, like, college athletes. I used to when I was younger. But I can't do I can barely keep track of, like, new baseball players. And I watch baseball all the time. But I keep track of the NBA pretty well, though. Because I'm always looking at NBA box scores. But which helps you learn all the players. But yeah, PTI. Pardon the interruption. Uh, I think it was like guest hosts, Pablo Torre, Frank Isola. Uh, they just said like, there's this new Duke guy that everybody hates. <laughs> I can't even remember his name, but he just looks like John Shire, or who's the coach now. Right, Mr. Shire, who was there? It, like I remember John Shire playing for Duke, and that was a long time ago. That was like he probably played for Duke about the late aughts. He was there like 
07 to 2010 or whatever. 06 to 09 or something. 69. <laughs> uh, <or> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this new Duke guy just looks... He's like J.J. Reddick meets John Shire meets Greg Paulus meets Bobby Hurley. Just like all these Duke meets Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner was a big man. Big man. Okay, so now we've branched off into some other topics. Hey man, what do you think about the Duke Blue Devils, man? Do you like do you like the Tar Heels better? What if Michael Jordan had played in the NBA for two extra seasons at the top of his career? Did you ever consider that, man? All right. I think that's good for now. We had a nice little chat. I'm excited. It's Monday. Uh, Yeah, check out my Facebook stuff. All right, see ya.